talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome to Computer and Technology Radio. Oh, that's so old-fashioned. I like to just call it Tech Radio. And this is me, Marsha Collier, and Mark Cohen is on vacation this week. So it's just me, and so you won't get bored. I've got an incredible guest on the show today. I've got Bob Levitis, Dr. Mac, author of a bazillion books, a bazillion, because I know he's written more than I have, and he is the expert on Apple, Mac, iPad, iPhone. So if you have any questions, please, if you're on Twitter, hash mark your tweet, Tech Radio, hash mark Tech Radio, or call into our studio to 866-977-2346, extension 1, and you'll get right into the studio and to our producer, Wade. Wade, are you with me? That oh, Wade, yeah, there you are. Are you ready for a good show today? Oh, yeah. most definitely. Always fascinating hearing Dr. Mack and just, you know, thinking about the fact that it is platform variability that is interesting. And, you know, you are covering everything, you know, smartphones, the pads, the laptops, and, you know, I'm sure some people are still, still using desktop computers. But just, again, seeing the difference in usability across that range of platforms and hearing that kind of discussion is always interesting to me. Well, Wade, if you have a question, you can jump right in today. So without any further ado, I, I hate saying that, you can reach us. Don't forget, Hashmark Tech Radio on Twitter or Mark and Marsha at gmail.com. If you have an email, I'd like to introduce Bob Levitas, my favorite guy. How you doing, Bob? I'm great. How are you, Marsha? Okay, we spoke a little bit earlier today, and we had so much to talk about, uh, about everything today. So, you know, I, I just sent you a link. There's always stories going left and right. So let's start out with the new Mountain Lion. What's going on with that update? Any problems? As far as I can tell, this one's been probably the least problematic in a while, certainly less problematic than the upgrade from uh, Snow Leopard to Lion. <clears throat> a lot of things changed then, and a lot of things stopped working. With Mountain Lion, I don't think you have to worry too much about that. If it worked <clears throat> in Lion, uh, it's probably, ooh, I better turn down the volume on my Twitter yeah, thing. You... It's making lots of noise. Yeah, you go to the upper right-hand corner and click on settings. Oh, no, then... I just killed all the computer sounds because we don't there want them go. interrupting us. <laughs> and my computer is likely to make rude noises at any moment. Well, yeah, my computer's constantly making rude noises. <laughs> <laughs> so Mountain Lion is pretty safe, right? I, yeah, I wrote a, a couple of columns. I sent you the links, or I told you where to find them earlier. But, yeah, I think if you if you... Follow what I consider to be safe and sane procedure. Uh, have a good backup before you do it. Make sure that the backup works. And if you're <clears throat> uh, in a time crunch and you think you might need to go back to the previous operating system, make a clone of your hard disk so you can just uh, plug it in and go back to the way things were in a minute rather than taking all data, restore and reinstall an old operating system, which it's never pretty. Follow my advice. Just go to Fron.com. We'll have links for you in the show notes. Do we have show notes? Yes, we do have show well, notes. And, we'll and have they links are in the show notes. 
They are on iTunes. You'll have to send me all the links we have I to put up there. I love radio and podcasting. <laughs> this is so, so cool. It's so much fun. So uh, as long as, <clears throat> as we're talking about Apple today, what about Apple versus Samsung? What What is going on here? Do you, th- you think there's, think- you know... I think Samsung copied Apple. I, I don't know. You know, I'm not a lawyer. I don't even play one on TV. I have no idea how the law will look at it, but I think it's pretty obvious that Samsung took an iPhone and said, we got to do it like this. <laughs> well, but look at them side by side, iPad and their pad, my pad and their pad. Yeah, really, <laughs> if you don't look real closely, it, it would be pretty easy to mistake theirs for yeah. ours. Yeah, but we could go into Gene Roddenberry's estate filing suit as well because his looked awfully similar <laughs> in Star Trek. Remember they used to carry around those little pads? Oh, yeah. P-A-D-D. I forgot exactly what it st- stood for. Um, but, Maybe you know, Apple they... should be paying the estate of Gene Roddenberry royalties, but I think, uh, I think Samsung definitely owes something more than oh. just a debt of gratitude to Apple. Well, what's interesting is, you know, every Android ta- every Android product sold since $25 to Microsoft. Did you know that? No. Yes, the patents that Microsoft has, I think, in there's big patent wars, right? And then companies buy other companies' patents. So uh, it seems that Microsoft bought a bunch of patents from Motorola and a bunch of different people. And they are incorporated into the Android platforms. They get like $25 for every Android device. Unbelievable. Nice, Pat. We were talking about passive income, huh? (laughs) Oh, in Star Trek, it was called the Personal Access Display Device. Personal Access Display Device. Display Device. Pad. Yeah. I thought iPad was the worst name ever when I first heard it. I thought it sounded like, well, a a product. Well, I don't even want to say it on radio, but it, it disgusted me. But now it seems like it could never have been named anything else. Well, yeah, I mean, I remember the jokes at the time, but here we go. Uh, pads were used by such spacefaring organizations as Starfleet, the Andorian Imperial Guard, the Bajoran Militia, the Cardassian Union, the Klingon Empire. Wait, the Cardassians use them? I'm getting rid of mine, then. <laughs> I'm afraid... They probably are. I think they gave up their, uh, oh, what was that great little thing? A sidekick. Remember when everyone was using a sidekick way back in the day? Oh, yeah. That was like a half smartphone. <laughs> I know. I had a sidekick. That was great. And then Microsoft bought Danger. Again, patents. That It was all about the patents. And uh, then they destroyed that platform. But it was really a cute little device that did a lot, considering. Yes, it was way ahead of its time. I never owned one, but I looked at it and lusted for it. And but it was over before I had my chance to get get one. Yeah, I, I had I two generations. That way. <laughs> no, I, I had two remember, generations. I don't know if you remember. There was a company that made a little tablet called the Magic Pad. Magic Cap was a bunch of old Apple guys, and it was kind of like the Newton on steroids, and it was a huge well-funded startup um, with Sony involved and all, all just they had hardware and software and it did a lot of what we do today on our smartphones and it flopped mm. I wrote a book about it that I don't think ever came out 
Magic cat yeah. for dummies. Well, actually, my my worst selling book, I think, was PayPal for dummies. So go figure. <laughs> no, well, nobody I told wanted you, to I study told you, about I, I think uh, our customers, at least consulting client preference, is not PayPal. We we offer it, but we don't get that much activity through it. They want well, to, pay- they want to use their credit card. They want to just. Well, PayPal has a swipe pad now, just like Square. I know. I have to look at that because we now we, we're now accepting Square. We, and we Square just got is our good. Square thing set up, and it seems to be just great. Way better than the last thing we had, which was some stupid shopping cart. Well, the thing about Square that I didn't like, and, and I love Square, and I know Jack Dorsey of Twitter is one of the founders or rich guys involved. Um, the, the accounting isn't as good. Uh, what I love about PayPal for a small business is the fact that you get the great accounting features at the in the back end. And Square doesn't keep track of sales tax if you're selling stuff. It doesn't keep track of a lot of things. So that's why when PayPal came out with and and I'm not a big PayPal, you know, a proponent here. It just works and I like things that just work. But um their little swipey thing, it's called PayPal here. Um, it's a little triangle versus a square, lest anybody get sued for form factor. <laughs> um, and it basically does the same thing, but it hooks it into your PayPal account, which is kind of nice. So what what's going on? You tell me, where has Apple come? We were talking a little bit about the iPhone earlier and the progress of the iPhone and how it's changed, and then what about the pictures of the upcoming iPhone? What about the history of the iPhone? You've been writing about it for a long time. Yeah, since the well, I mean, I've I've been a user since the day they came out, and it changed my life. I I, I hate to like sound like Mr. Fanboy, but I get to do all this stuff that I used to have to lug a laptop around. Uh, if I wanted to do, there was just no way I could manage even a little of my email on a phone before the iPhone. And now it's like a common thing for me to manage my inbox from whatever device happens to be nearby. Yeah, that's because you didn't have a sidekick. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because in the days of the sidekick, I don't think we had IMAP email. We had pop servers, and I think right, it would have been a nightmare. Server. I think it would have been a nightmare, but with IMAP and multiple devices, it's exactly the way it should be. Delete it from your inbox in one place. It disappears everywhere, just as it should. It really has changed the way. You know, I can go places and do things that otherwise would have caused me to to leave the house with a a seven-pound laptop and probably an extra battery and who knows what else. Uh, And then I had to make sure that was in sync with the desktop machine and... All of these things have become non-issues. Uh, syncing, the whole syncing thing with keeping your laptop and your desktop the same used to be horrible. Now it's just a no-brainer. You put it in Dropbox and it's there everywhere. Well, when we come back from the break, and we have a little break coming up here, why don't you tell us is? a little more? That's what it is. We're going to talk a little more about Dropbox and how that works for us non-Apple people. So this is Marsha Collier along with Bob Levitas on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. 
Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, we have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, and Android market. They are all free downloads, so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. For more information, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hi, welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio. Somehow I have trouble multitasking because direct messages and stuff come in while I'm on the air and I go, ah, 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 what'd they say? So, yeah, so I'm back here. I'm on the air with Bob Levitas, Dr. Mac, and we were talking about Dropbox. And, Bob, I'd like you to explain for all of those of us who, well, actually, we're all PC users, a wind, let's say Windows users, what Dropbox is and how it works. It should be the same because it's available for all platforms, so it should work the same on your PC. It's a, it's a 
service, let's say, that has uh, client apps that run on either computers, smartphones, tablets, whatever, the idea being you, you have a special folder that's called your Dropbox folder, and anything you put in it is automatically proliferated to your other devices. So you can mm. stash stuff in there that you think you might need when you're out running around with your iPhone, your iPad, or um, a laptop. So if you've got a laptop and a desktop and you've got a project like a book, you put the book folder in the Dropbox, and the latest version of every document is available on all of your devices wherever you go. It syncs mm. automatically in the background. It's just beautiful, and it's free. I like well, that. Free, and it free leaves... to get two gigabytes. If you right. need more, you have to pay. And, and you know, <clears throat> for a lot of people, I think it's worth it. It's just a really smooth, slick, easy-to-understand, easy-to-use uh, system for having digital files synchronized to multiple devices uh, without any, you know, without any user intervention. You don't have to do anything. You set it up, and it just works. Well, that's that's interesting because at the end of the day, I've been playing back and forth because Microsoft now has SkyDrive. Right. It's a, Wait. And it's the same exact idea. I don't know exactly how SkyDrive works in, in conjunction with your iDevices. I know there's a great Dropbox app. In fact, I keep all – I have – I. Ten years ago, I decided to digitize my recipe collection, and I've <laughs> since then uh, stored recipes as PDF files in a folder. So I have uh -huh. a giant folder with hundreds of PDFs with all the stuff I know how to cook. I put it on mm. my Dropbox folder. Now if I'm at the store and I don't know what to make for dinner, I just pop out my phone, look a recipe up, and see what I need. It's Good awesome. idea. Yeah, I've been using Evernote a lot like that. Um, you know, I use that on all my devices. I just haven't really settled on anything. And actually, at the end of the day, I tend to drop my book files just for safety. You know, in case my computer chooses to die in the middle of the night for some unknown reason, I put them up on box.com. Yes, and it's a lot like that also. It, the thing is, there's lots of services. There's SugarSync, which is similar. There's the um, SkyDrive. I think... And, and your Evernote, you know, the thing about Evernote is it's way more than just synchronizing files. It's I know, really I a whole system, yeah. and I like it. I just, I'm the kind of person that uh, if, I can't, if I can't make a system work for me with very little effort, it's too hard, and I don't adopt it. I tried Evernote, and I thought, this is great. It seems like the perfect repository for your stuff. Yeah. But I've been using a different program, and it just didn't feel like taking the time to switch gave me that many benefits. Yeah, you know, I do this thing, and, and I like to test out everything I can get my mitts on. So, you know, trying SkyDrive, which, which is great. There's a drive on all my devices for SkyDrive, and I can just drag and drop over there. Um, for a while there, it wasn't leaving a copy resident on my computer, which I didn't like. So I have to play with it more, and, and I'm sure there's settings that uh, I have to set up, but I haven't even done that yet. I wonder but, if know. I can get an app that will mount a SkyDrive as a disk on my desktop. I can use my SkyDrive through the Office apps. Like, I use SkyDrive right. sometimes to store stuff out of Word, but I don't know that I can. Apple used to have a disk that mounted in the cloud. It was called iDisk, but it disappeared when they switched to the iCloud 
uh, system. They don't okay. offer really a dedicated disk-like storage. They do offer storage in the cloud, iCloud, but it's uh, on an app-by-app kind of basis. You don't get a disk that you can mount. I'm going to see if I can find a client for my Mac for SkyDrive because yes, SkyDrive works great. Making notes after the, making also notes for free, after right? Right. Um, Amazon Cloud. Yes, um, I love one. love Amazon Cloud and their cloud music player. I realize that iTunes is everywhere, <laughs> you know, and I can have it on all my devices, but I have to have like iTunes. But Amazon's cloud, I can access anywhere on any device, cross-platform, and I really like that. And they've just expanded, I think, anything you buy through the Amazon MP3 store right. can be stored there for free. Right, doesn't count against, if you buy, it doesn't count against your paid total. Right, and, and you get 250 songs other than that for free, which is a lot of music. You know, it's I'm not, not putting on... I, know, I, I have to go with Apple's got that iTunes match deal where you can put your whole music library in the cloud. Yeah. And for me, it, it made total sense. It's $25 a year, but I have 13,000 songs. And I can't possibly carry them all around on my iPhone or my iPad. There's not enough room then for apps and other fun. Actually, now, there's not with, enough room at all for 13,000 songs. Well, with 13,000 songs, now, how do you classify them? Have you, like, put them into eras, you know, like the 70s, the 60s, the 80s, all or the by type that, of music? Well, the ones, that are, the ones that are purchased, and probably several thousand of them come from the iTunes store, they'll have that uh, data embedded. You know, it's, it's right. in there. What do they call those? Um, yeah, I, I forget tags, what it's called. The MP3 tags. Yeah, right. But for stuff I rip myself, I basically classified into, I think I've got 14 genres, and that's how I organize. Other than that, I search because it's so fast. Yeah, my iTunes stuff for Christmas music, though, you know, when I make my special playlists, like for Christmas or Fourth of July, got a lot of John Philip Sousa for Fourth of <laughs> July. And, and, you know, you have to make your own playlists for that. Oh, yeah. So. Absolutely. <laughs> My my playlist for the Christmas season is called "Tis the Season." And do you have special ringtones? Oh yes, everybody has the. Well, let's put it this way: I I use the ringtones not because they're amusing or clever, but because it helps me to know whether to pull the phone out of my pocket. So <laughs> my family, my editors, and my very close friends have specific ringtones. My mother is "Hello Mada," <laughs> "Hello Fada." My yeah, brother yeah. is the uh, that old Bee Gees song. He ain't heavy. <laughs> my sister's Elvis, little sister. And by what comes out of my pocket, I know who's calling. Or if I get my generic ringtone, which is Alice Cooper's "Under My Wheels," you know, it goes <laughs> the telephone is ringing. I can ignore it. And you're singing too. I oh love yeah, it. <laughs> I'm a yeah, rocker. I. Yeah, I just, you know, I can't mess with that. I did it for a while, and then I don't care, so I just don't answer the phone. Um, my office phone and everything except my cell phone pretty much forwards to Google Voice. And the fact that it sends me a text with, and if somebody doesn't leave a voicemail, I figure they didn't really need to talk to me that badly. So um, it sends me a text with a transcription of the voicemail, which I really, really like. So at least I know what's going on, and I can, you know, make a choice as to whether I'm going to call back. 
I think I'm going to have to start using my Google Voice more. I think I'm. I, I always say, oh, I'd really like to have just one funnel because I have four phones that I might want to contact me. You know, home phone, an office landline, a cell phone, three phones. Well, and my well, Skype line, four phones. Well, exactly. So if you think about Google Voice, not so much with Skype, but it does become talk syncing over devices. Google Voice can be everywhere, and I have all phones. I can set them all to forward to Google Voice. The number that I give out is my Google Voice number. If I want it to ring to my cell phone, I can have it ring to my it, – it forwards. It does everything. You can even set up different voicemails for the different numbers. So talk about syncing over devices. I, they really – Google scares me a little bit. That, you know, they're coming out with so much stuff. Well, and I'm, I'd say my main, I mean, I, my, my email address, I have my own email server and my own domain, but my main funnel for uh, getting and sending emails, Gmail. And I always wonder, you know, what would I do if, if it broke? Or what would I, you know, I mean, it would just, you have to trust that things are going to, you know, they've given it to us and it works and it's free. And if they change that, Seven trillion people are going to converge on the Googleplex. That's Mad. right. So, quick and question: Do you download your Gmail to a program on your computer? Yes. I, well, I use Apple's Mail client, which is it looks a lot like uh, the Mail client in Outlook. I mean, it's well, it's just a mail so you program. know, since Outlook 2010, when that came out, I just took a look at it, and I've used Outlook for years. And it starts sucking mail in from every email address I had, and I just shut it off, and I haven't used it for over a year. So now I'm afraid to turn it on because <laughs> it's going to be down. Do. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be downloading God knows how much email, and I, I really have to do that. And now that I'm in between books, I think I'm going well, so to set Outlook to stop. Trash its preferences before you launch it, then it won't know what your accounts are. No, I'm serious. Then it'll ask you what accounts you want to to use with it, and you can, you know, go slowly. <laughs> and and do them one by one. I think that's a great idea because I've got way too much sitting in Google 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 Mail. It's just sitting there, and I trust Google Mail, which is probably foolhardy. So we have to go to another break, Bob. We're going to do a couple of commercials. So when we come back, uh, we were talking about the Mac Pro a little earlier. Let's talk about that when we get back. This is Marsha Collier, along with Mark Co uh, not Mark Cohn, Bob Levitas on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet You are talk. listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's IQPAKK.com to learn more. 
Attention online sellers, introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. We all need a healthier lifestyle. The stresses of the day take their toll, and the lack of a healthy plan and activities make it that much harder to stay fit. Better Bodies by Chemistry makes it easy for you to maintain a healthy lifestyle and reach your fitness goals by working for you. Combining the best of science and nature, including organics, our vitamins and supplements support and improve your health, all at a great value. Better Bodies by Chemistry also provides tools for women to inspire each other to reach their goals. Whether you need new weight loss solutions or super omega-3 vitamins, we have different nutritional supplements that will work best for your health, heart, and immune system. You can achieve a healthy lifestyle that is realistic no matter how busy and full your life is. And with Better Bodies by Chemistry products, you are assured of the finest quality at a great price. Learn more at betterbodiesbychemistry.com. Are you an adventurous wine drinker? Would you enjoy trying a bold red with dark fruit and a spicy finish from Hungary? Or an amphora-style Chivi Pinot with layers of complex flavors? Carpathian Wines hand-selects extraordinary wines from premier Central European wineries. At CarpathianWines.com, you'll find amazing dry whites, big juicy reds, even the famous Tokaya Azu. Discover award-winning limited production wines from the heart of Central Europe. Find them only at CarpathianWines.com. 